Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Middle Order Cricket Podcast. We are on the eve of a massive semi-final between Pakistan and Australia in the T20 World Cup. And today we preview that game. I am joined by Khizr Ali, Kashif Ahmed and first-timer Amy Sheikh, who I have um, been told all happened to go to the same university or yes. at the same time. We, yeah. we were all at uni together. Allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah. Uh, let's kick off. Uh, Hizar, firstly, talk to me about your level of excitement and nerves, if any, for this match. Very excited. Nerves are very different this time. I mean, we haven't scraped in by the skin of our teeth. We haven't relied on other people and other results to get us in. We are the form team. We're the unbeaten team. And I think that becomes that, that comes with an added pressure and something that I'm certainly not used to. Um, maybe 1999, the 50 over World Cup in England, a team this good with those kind of results, but even they weren't unbeaten. So, yeah, it's a different kind of pressure this time. And Kashif, does the momentum lie with Pakistan having gone unbeaten, or do you think Australia have sort of picked up now after their defeat to England? Yes, yeah, so, um, the, the momentum is definitely with Pakistan. I think it started with the, the excellent result against India. Having said that, Australia's only lost one game you think about it and that was against England um, and so uh, you know I, I feel confident I mean um, we'll talk about stats later on but th- this Pakistani team it's not reliant on just uh, Mohamed Rizwan and Babar Azam they have lots of uh, key players who have been uh, chipping in and out and, and I'll, I'll, I'll mention that when we cover the stats about uh, how both teams have been faring over the tournament Okay, and Emmy, could an argument be made that Pakistan have actually relied on a bit of good fortune, as well as obviously playing really well in key moments? Um, let me give you a couple of potential examples. So obviously they played India first up in the tournament. India pretty cold coming in, um, warmed up towards the end of the tournament. Um, and their victories against New Zealand and Afghanistan were really taken right down to the death. And, and if it wasn't for the heroic performances of Asif Ali, you know there might have been a different story altogether. Yeah, I think the game against Afghanistan was a bit of a close one, and and Asif Ali was was definitely on form, and he and he basically just shut them out completely. But that could have been a dangerous one for Pakistan. But I don't know. I, I think Pakistan's done really, really well. Uh, what I like about this Pakistan is they're playing as a team. Of course, you do have a superstar in Babar Azam and and Afridi, but certainly on the field, it seems like they're playing as a team. They're gelling together really well. They're batting extremely well. Bowling is definitely firing in all cylinders. More importantly, fielding. And in this shorter format, all three disciplines are equally important. So I think they, they've got a really good chance against, against Australia. But then again, if I was to put a case for Australia, look at Warner. He's now coming to the party and he's a dangerous customer. And Australia have a point to prove. They haven't really done very well in this shorter format. So, so I think both teams are hungry. May the best team win. Gashiv, let's pick out some of those key stats you referenced. Just give us a sense of how well the teams are playing and you know what their chances could be like for the match. Yes, I'll start with Pakistan's uh, record in uh, the United Emirates when it comes to the short format. So they have yet to lose a game in, in those conditions since 2015. 
Mm. Um, against uh, overall, they've they've played twenty three matches. They've won twelve. They've won twelve. They lost nine. So you could argue that you know, but a lot of those are the actually old results prior to two thousand fifteen, where they lost those games against Australia. They've played eight times uh, in the T twenty format. Pakistan has uh, won uh, five times. One game was a tie. So they've lost twice to Australia. Um, in terms of um, Head-to-head count. The last series that both teams played was a was a three-match series, T20 format. It was a few years ago. It was 2018. Pakistan won every match. Uh, in terms of uh, overall T20 form for both teams, unfortunately, because of COVID, there's not been actually a lot of T20, uh, international T20s. I mean, I had to actually go back in the last... Over two years, both teams have actually only played this tournament. Um, and so th- there's not a lot of difference between them in terms of matches won because Australia just lost one game, really. And here's a, you know, we talk about stats there, but when it comes to a knockout game and when it comes to Australia and knockout games generally, um, you have to be a little bit fearful of their record over the, over the years. Yeah, I, I think stats are all nonsense when it comes down to a knockout game in a World Cup. Sorry, Cash, I know you're the stats fan, but <laughs> all that matters is it's a semi-final. It's your form coming into it. Pakistan are unbeaten. Australia are building up nicely. The guys that were out of form are coming into form. You know, um, start of the tournament, there was big reliance on Maxwell. The openers have, uh, are starting to contribute. Stark is coming into form. He looked absolute cack in the first game. He looked like he had no rhythm. He had no pace. All of that's coming into it. They've still got guys who are going to contribute. Zampa is playing really well. Um, they're they're starting to peak at the right time. And Australia generally really good uh, tournament players. World Cups, Australia turn up. Um, but, you know, th- this Pakistan side's got to give you confidence. I mean, the way we're playing, as Emi said, you know, the gelling together. We're not, we're not got superstars. We've not got groups within the team. You know, when we talk about preparation, you said not really both both these teams haven't played much recently. India went the other way. You know, they held the IPL in the UAE. They kept the easy games at the end of the tournament. So if it came down to run rate, they had that in their hands. But they're on a plane back home. So that kind of stuff doesn't really matter. Um, I think it's just going to come down to the game on Thursday. Hopefully not to rely on the toss. Uh, it was good to barbarism. I know it was only against Scotland to say, look, out of the last two games, we're going to bat first. We're going to try and see. We're going to try and address those conditions. Imam, uh, uh, Imam al-Haq, has, not Imam al-Haq, um, Imad Wasim has already said he doesn't mind the dew. He doesn't mind the ball zipping on at the start if we use him at the start. Um, so, yeah, stats aside, I think it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a, a good game. Hopefully, that's all. You want a good game. You don't want a one-sided game, not after the way the things have gone. I mean, can you think of any past Pakistan versus Australia matches that maybe we can refer to? I know, obviously, as Cash mentioned, there's not been many T20 games, but anything in their history that, you know, might indicate how the game's going to go tomorrow or Thursday? Well, I mean, uh, just to, to build on what, what his said, and I did agree with all of that, actually, both of these teams have, have tremendous experience in big tournaments, Okay. Um, Australia, uh, they, they're going to play hard. They're going to go deep. Right? They're not going to give in. Right? 
And let's not forget, from a Pakistan perspective, these are more or less their home conditions. So they have that advantage as well. I think the toss is going to be important. It's a late night game. The toss is going to be critical for sure. Um, certainly, Pakistan has that experience of bowling second. Uh, Kashi, you're the stats man here. Can you remind me, has Australia bowled second in this tournament so far? Do, do they have that experience? No. Okay. So, so interestingly, Pakistan so, has... Australia not, Australia not bowled second at all in the World Cup so far? No, what I meant, what we're seeing is that when it came to winning the game, um, they've, they've won all the games by uh, you know similar margins. Pakistan have liked to chase and uh, Australia have liked to uh, bat first. Okay. Um, and, 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 and in fact, every single game, uh, Australia have batted uh, first so far. Uh, and, okay. and so and so it's going to be very interesting. I, I think I, whatever team wins a bat, uh, toss, I think both teams will be happy because I can see Australia winning the toss and, and bat first. And Pakistan will probably win the toss and uh, win, to, win to bowl. So, so what about what about the Duke? So, are you yeah, saying Australia are not going to worry about that? Well, I, 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 I don't know. I mean, it seems like um, I didn't, I haven't factored in whether they actually won those tosses and whether it worked out like that. But uh, it seems to be it hasn't really affected them. Uh, I don't think there's been a lot of dew actually in this tournament. There has been some, but not traditionally uh, in the past because it is kind of late winter. There's less humidity actually at this time of year. So it's not been, a, I don't think it's been a major uh, influence. Yeah, and I think if we Indian, look at Indian the... media was saying it's all about the Jew, but Indian media is saying it was all, this whole World Cup has been ruined by the Jew. That's why they're on a plane back to Delhi. I think that's an exaggeration. But there right. have been some games where you've seen the players pulling out their towels and trying to dry the ball. So, so some games have been impacted. I'm not sure if the Thursday game is going to be impacted. But if due is an issue, it'll definitely, definitely play a role. Because, I mean, the margin between these two teams is so minimal. Even a, a 5% advantage is going to factor in. Kizer, let's pick out some of the key player matchups uh, that, you know, are going to be really important um, over the game. So just, just give me your ones that, you know, that you think are going to decide the match. Um, there's three. The biggest one is Shane Shafridi against the Australian openers. He's going to pitch it up. He's going to want to swing it. They're going to want to go down, downtown with him, go straight over the top. Maxwell uh, and Steve Smith, very different type of players in the middle. And they're going to want to attack. The Pakistani spinners have been best pair of spinners throughout the World Cup, stats-wise from what I remember they mentioned in the last game. So I think that's going to be a key matchup in the middle overs. Our weak link is the form of Hassan Ali. Mm. And if he's going to be coming on in the last third of the game and we've not gone to Hafiz and we've not pulled out Imad, then he has to bowl four overs and, you know, they, they, they're going to go after him. And I think that's the, the, la the last overs, how we close them out against a good batting lineup is going to be key. Kashif, uh, who are your key players from a Pakistani perspective uh, and who should they fear from the Australia team? Uh, so I would echo what Khizra said. It's, I think the key battle is going to be Shaheen Shafridi against their openers because it's the Australian openers have actually been making the runs, uh, Finch and Warner. 
Apart from that, we know who the usual guys are. I mean, in terms of stats, Mohamed Rizwan, Babar Azam, they've scored over 200 runs in this tournament so far, both averaging above 66. Uh, and then you have uh, the experience of Malik, uh, Hafiz. Um, and and, and uh, what was interesting was that we've actually hit more sixes by quite a fair margin compared to Australia. We've hit 32 sixes in this tournament compared to their 19 uh, to be honest, seven were from Massif Ali. That kind of skews the stats somewhat. But this is a different Pakistan. I mean, in the past, our power hitting was uh, lacking, you know. And with Asif Ali coming before and Malik actually, you know, played a tremendous inning. I know it was against Namibia, but still. Uh, so so those, are, those are the key players in my mind. But it's our balanced attack. And it was rightly really pointed out, Hassan Ali is, the, if you can argue, the weak link, you know. So got a good balanced attack. Yeah, I mean, it's, to me, it's interesting that you both pick out Shaheen Shah Afridi against the opener. So he's actually only taken five wickets, uh, sorry, six wickets in his in the five yep. games, and in and the spinners between them haven't really picked up that many wickets either. Um, however, they all have been, you know, very tight bowling the the right lines and lengths, <clears throat> and keeping it tight up front in the in the power plays especially. And if you look at anything, the bowling from Australia has really been where the wickets are at. So um, I think Zampa has bowled tremendously taking 11 wickets and you know Hazel was taking a few wickets um but yeah you're right there's lots of battles all over the place Emmy um let's look at it from an Australia perspective um who are their key players if Australia are going to win and do you think they fear anybody from this Pakistan team well I think they fear everyone from the Pakistan team because they're, they're playing against the team they're not playing against individuals anymore and I think that's 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 a different Pakistan if you think about 99 that was a team of superstars. Um, one could argue they probably didn't play well as a team together, which is probably why they lost the final. But this Pakistan team, they're playing as a team. Uh, and that, that's a bit of a problem for Australia or whoever faces them. But in terms of Australia, I mean, Warner's coming to the party and that guy's dangerous. He's a left-hander. It'll be very interesting to see how Afridi bowls against a left-hander. Um, but but Afridi's on form. If he does... If he bowls what he bowled against us, against India, my God, that, that guy, watch out. The other one from an Australian perspective is Zampa, and that guy is Mr. Consistent for them. And we can't forget Stark. If he starts clocking 150 plus, he's a formidable bowler for anyone. So it'll be interesting to see how Rizwan and, and Barber uh, face Stark. And if Stark is on form, that's going to be quite interesting to watch. Because do you think the best spinner in the tournament has been Adam Zampa? I think he has been, but I also think that we are really well equipped. Um, and he's maybe not faced um, a team like Pakistan in the sense that we've got uh, Rizwan at the top, who's going to slog sweep, sweep. We've got Malik and Hafiz. Who are going to, Malik's, uh, Hafiz is going to come downtown and hit him over the top. Malik's going to do the same. Um, even with Fakhar, who's not taken off, Kyle Connor, he's going to go at them again. Um, I, 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 I'm not that concerned about that. I think someone like Hazelwood is probably going to cause us more problems because he's going to make us look for something different. He's going to bowl a line in length and he's going to want the batsman to do something. Stark, the only thing missing with him is pace and every game he's getting a little closer, a little closer. He's still pitching it up. He's still going for those Yorkers. Like Shaheen Shah Afridi. Ralph, great to see him. Um, 
I, I, th- I think, I think it's going to the spinners from both sides. If they play Ashton, if they play Ashton as well, the Aussies play two spinners as well as Maxwell and if Pakistan um, stick with the lineup, which it seems like they're going to do because Babar Azam has come out and said that Hassan Ali's playing if he's fit, and that's the end of it, you know. Good. So I, I, I think the teams are key, but the spin is probably where it's going to happen with that semi-final. It's going to come down to who plays, not who, not which spinners bowl the best, but which batting lineup plays the spin the best. Kashi, we just had a question come in from an Australia point of view again. Is one spinner enough for them with Maxwell only being a part-time spinner? Do they have to play Ashton Eager? That, that could be potentially the difference. If Pakistan negates Zampa, then... You know they they don't they don't have a backup secondary and Pakistan's got a plethora of spin options. You know they haven't even used Hafiz properly yet, who can be a bit of a weapon and he's got a trick against the left-handers. Uh, and and I have a sneaky feeling Pakistan are going to bowl him if if they need to. But uh, you're right, um, Pakistan negate Zampa, then you know. It's it's could it could be, but then again, it's not just the spinners. They have the pacemen as well, as we've mentioned, Stark, as well, Hazelwood. These are guys who have taken wickets in this tournament, but they've been albeit a, a little bit more expensive than the Pakistani pacemen, uh, minus uh, Hassan Ali. Ah, you never know. You might see Steve Smith. He might start bowling his leggies. Well, then, good luck to Australia. Um, because they're sorry, you had your hand up. I've got yeah, I've got a point. If I if I was an Australian. One thing I would be worried about um, when they're looking to change the lineup to bring in another spinner or anyone else's, after those openers and Steve Smith, it's all-rounders. They've got a lot of all-rounders. I know Marshall's playing really well. I know Maxwell has been batting really well in the IPL. Um, there's a lot of all-rounders there. You know, it's you're, you're kind of going down the route to say, okay, we've got these guys and then we're going to go out and hit sixes and win a game. But Somebody like Steve Smith or, you know, with New Zealand, uh, like Williamson, might be key when it comes to these kind of, bat, you know, games. The last few games, you're, you're going to need proper batsmen. And m- one of my concerns would be that, OK, if you're bringing in a second spinner for Australia, which I think you have to do, if it was a day game or if you're bowling first all day long, you 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 need that additional spin option here. Uh, even if you don't use them, even if, you know, your paces. You might you you might be in a situation like Pakistan where and have a Hassan Ali situation where ideally you you know he's had a couple of bad overs you don't want to have to go back to him but then you know you don't want to do what Scotland did and bowler spinner against Malik with three overs to go either you know yeah Emmy uh, let me just ask you uh, we know Pakistan fans can be a little bit fickle um, so if they lose the match who is everyone going to blame India. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, from the team, um, which player do you think is the weakest link? Basically, Emmy. Is that a question for me? Yes, Emmy. Who's the weakest link in the Pakistan team? Uh, look, everyone's going to be pointing fingers at Hassan Ali, and I personally think that's unfair. Right? They play. You win as a team, you lose as a team. Um, maybe one can criticize them for being the weak link. That's purely because the rest of the team are so damn strong. Right, so I think it's a bit unfair. Plus, the guy is a proven match winner. Um, I was watching Barber Barber's uh, interview today, and, and the guy sounded extremely confident. He's like going, "Finally, I have the team that I wanted. We're going all guns blazing." 
that that gives you an idea of the the, the energy in that team, the, the testament of that team. Obviously, as a leader, he's doing a fairly good job as well. So I think it's a strong Pakistan team in what I would say are home conditions. So that's an advantage that you can't underestimate. Gosh, if uh, Fakhar Zaman not scored any runs, really, is uh, that where the, the batting could falter? Yeah, so not really. I, I'm... This batting has been consistent throughout the tournament um, where, uh, you know, Rizwan and Babur finished, you would have, uh, that's right, so Fakhar Azam from Pakistan has not really delivered yet. Similarly, Maxwell for Australia has not done anything yet, just a total of 29 runs in the five games he's played. So mm. maybe Fakhar Azam is, uh, he's, um, he's due one, you know, Fakhar Zaman rather. So, um you're right. He, 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 one can argue he's a weakest link inside. But what Imran said, you know, this, this, these guys are playing like a team. I've not seen anything like it. I mean, to to provide this consistency in this short bubblegum format, you know, it's 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 it's, uh, it's tremendous. You know. Okay, let's I, move I, on. I, oh, sorry, I, I like the idea. I like the idea of the fact that we've got a really good opening. A couple of openers who are not natural openers. Say we do lose an early wicket, you've got. Fakhar or Hafiz, who both more than competent at playing the new ball, able to come in. Fakhar only needs one innings. And, you know, if Fakhar gets an inning, it's going to be a big innings and it's going to be at over 160 strike rate. Somebody like him is going to win you one of these next two games. Let's not forget, Fakhar likes pace. And Australia ball pace. So maybe this is when Fakhar starts shining. Okay, gentlemen, thank you very much. Let's move on to some final thoughts just on the game. And also, Kizar, let me know who do you think Pakistan, if they won, would like to face in the final? It's got to be a Pakistan-England final. That's the teams that everyone wants to see. You know, Kohli sitting at home in his living room watching, he's going to want to see these two teams, the best two teams playing. Kashif? Australia will have to play better than they have so far in the tournament to beat Pakistan. The head-to-head count for the past tournaments is very close. This is their third semi-final for both teams. One difference, Pakistan has actually won the tournament. Australia has never won it. And, you know, this is a confident team. Uh, I'll be surprised if Pakistan lose. They would they would have to play badly, uh, you know, to, to lose this one. Emmy, uh, who's going to win and who's going to be the key performers? I, I agree with Kash there. So I think... It's a Pakistan win, uh, home conditions. Um, they've played really, really well so far. They're playing as a team. Um, I think Australia are a formidable opponent, but Pakistan has the edge. So I see a Pakistan-England final. And I think uh, we're going to see Fakhar Zaman come to the party this time, especially against the Aussie pace. Okay, full house here, I think. Pakistan to win the semi-final and move on to the final. And I think... Uh, we would not be surprised if it's England that we're up against on Sunday if uh, if we win. Gaz, before we go, <clears throat> would you like to see England in the final be Pakistan? No, I would not. I would like to see New Zealand hammer England by 10 wickets. That's not And uh, I would then even take a Pakistan loss in the final. Oh! And on that note, we'll end it there. Thank you very much for your time, gentlemen. We'll see you after the match, hopefully.